This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. As well as the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. Hey you guys, I'm aware we still have a few teething issues with sound and lighting, but we're working through it and the discussion is pretty good. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hey you guys, welcome to the Steel Wars Hyper Chat episode 3 as that uh, intro music fades off into the distance. Beautiful. Like a warm memory of theme songs past. But now we're in show and this is the Steel Wars Hyper Chat episode 3 and we are live streaming, we are on demand on podcast. If you are listening live, you can call in on 646-668-8360. If you are on Skype International, uh, add a plus one. Now, are you guys, is this cord moving around fine? Okay. Uh, Rashad, do you have your microphone tonight? I do. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Rashad. Are the cords okay? The cords are... They're settled. Okay, because you pulled that face. I did make a face. I'm known to make faces. Okay. I'm Maybe a man of many. We need, we need you to be more of an emoji. Do you know emoji. what I mean? Okay. Like, so... like big grin, big frown, or just nothing. Because the big frown, that worries me in my broadcasting I mean, career, which... I, I need to find my sunglasses so I can have the Jason emoji. Okay, you need to stop talking. Okay. Uh, but speaking of Jason and his sunglasses, please welcome back to the podcast from makingstarwars.net. It is the sunglassed one himself, king of spoilers, the prince, tenacious sunglasses indoors. It is Jason Ward. I just don't want to let people down. Well, the Brez would be very upset. He's a big fan. If I don't do the flannel and I don't do the shades, people complain. I'm just giving the people what they want. Not my Jason Ward. <laughs> Hashtag that. Not mm-hmm. my Jason Ward, and a new of the. Uh, oh, why did that just start? I get a theme song. Yeah, is it? So, so good. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the Who's first podcast, which is by the Knights of <laughs> the Knights of Rain. We're called either. Don't. <laughs> but please welcome to the podcast, Courtney Everett. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I am happy you're here as well. Your podcast, Who Talks First? It's uh, you and your roommate Solo. Yes. And it's I Thank love you. it. Such a like I'm I'm used to I know what Jason's opinion's gonna be most of the time. Good we, ones. <laughs> Just the perfect ones. Yeah. Only but, opinions. But uh yeah, I love hearing um your take on Star Wars and, and, and what you like and what you dislike, all that sort of stuff. And, and we actually met. We did. In, <laughs> that's not a surprise to everyone. Everyone watching here is surprised <laughs> that we've all met. met before. This- <laughs> but we met in the line for the Jimmy Kimmel Star Wars yeah, special. Yeah, that was awesome. That was, was so exciting. That was the best of times. Oh, my God. But yeah, I, I still get a little, like, pitter-patter thinking about it and, like, shaky. I was so nervous, even though, like, we were just in the audience. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the first time, like, I had to see everyone else at, like, celebration, and I'm sure this will come up. I, I like Kylo. I think he's a neat dude. And so this is the first <laughs> time I got to see Adam And so even 40 feet away, I'm like, he's bingo-less. Everyone else at celebration, but hadn't seen him before. Were you a, um, a fan of girls? No. And I will end up. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a scar, a wound. Uh, I'm not. If you see it, you can't unsee it. So don't, don't, don't watch it. Well, I, I never watched it, uh, but I caught an episode when my wife Jackie was watching, and I was, I was shocked at what Kylo Ren was doing to his <laughs> in the episode I caught. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little too for me. I, I've tried the show. Everyone's a little bit too. Me awful to each other, and I'm like, I need like one per. I need to be rooting for stuff, you know. And I just couldn't do that. I mean, I, I only watched the first probably season and a half, trying to get into it. But I mean, this was back when it first started. I do I like that you don't it. like people awful to each other, but I think you've got at least three Twitter accounts. <laughs> the home awful. I'm an enigma. I just refuse to let anyone know who's actually me. 
I'm pretty sure people don't know, like, the, the Knights of Rant Twitter account is me, the the Cormore Twitter account is me, and also the Squadron Goals Co. account is me, but I don't really ever mean, like, that it's all the same person. Not on purpose, I just do it, because I think people assume, and then I get accused of stealing my own artwork all the time. They're like, how dare you? I'm like, oh no, I have accounts, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm not a, I'm not a plagiarist. I've just got a personality disorder. Yeah, <laughs> and my podcast goes by two names, and it's just impossible to like pin me down. You know? Are you like in fan witness protection? Yes. <laughs> and now I got to move again. Here we go. Sorry. Gosh, sorry, mate. Sorry, I really mate. liked my podcast name too, and now I got to change it up. And you do a really good like merch site as well. The, yeah, the, the squadron goals. Tell us about that. Yeah, I run a merch site. This is actually like my full-time job. Uh, it's called Squadron Goals, um, and it's on Etsy. And I kind of make just Star Wars-inspired. Uh, I do a lot of pins. I do pillows and charms, just kind of like knick-knacky stuff. But it's all stuff that like Star Wars wasn't making, and so I decided to make it. And I've been able to do that uh, full-time for about two years now. So nice. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. That um the character pillows are dope. Thank you. I am I am in I am in for that. I I saw that you're doing like an open call mm-hmm. for characters, and I I'm pretty tempted to send in a, a long list. A long list. Here we go. Please do these. Please do Luke Skywalker in every outfit, please. Every one. I want to do double sided pillows eventually. So like, one side will be one outfit, the other side will be like. Whoa. I know crazy stuff groundbreaking you need to do like the old wrestling ones where when you squeeze and they made noises <laughs> i will look into that <laughs> i will go to my manufacturers and be like hey guys but um and, and the good thing about doing that is is that you don't have to get the voices at all close at all <laughs> as as many actual licensees have proved so you just bad. need someone of the same sex yep. reading the line and my voice is pretty low so i mean honestly I could just go for the male voices at this point. Great range. Great range. Okay, before we get to the calls, let's go through some business. What's going on? We just put up the on YouTube the full-length Last Jedi reaction at the Scum and Villainy, which was titled The One Month After The Last Jedi. Jason, you were there in your sunglasses. Yeah. And uh, Kyle Newman, Anthony Bresnikan, Ash Crozen, Jason Ward, and Laura Syracuse. And if you want a... A very pleasant conversation with people that thought very different things about The Last Jedi Live. Very different. At the Scum and Villainy Cantina. Check that out. It is, um, people enjoyed it. I think there were, it was so weird when we put it out. People were just, because it was out in podcast or in January, and people were just like, oh, I can't believe you're just, no one got angry. And it's <laughs> like, we're talking about the Space Wizard film. There's, there's nothing to be angry about. It is, it is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys can check that out. We've also got the details interview up in full on YouTube and podcast. He's a, uh, he played, uh, what is that character? It's like oh, Tol Dolsite? Quay, Quay Tolsite. Tolsite. And uh, it's getting a, he's getting a figure. Oh, is he? Hasbro just announced that they're going to do a figure. And I think it was on the Force Link thing. There was like a hologram or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, D did say he shed a tear that he's like finally after four Star Wars films going to be a figure. Oh, this so this is his first figure out of any of the characters. Yeah, he's been a Lego man before, <laughs> so um, but uh, he's the best. Check that out, and to support the podcast, you can join the content club on Patreon, and we've got a new tier, the one dollar tier, and that gets you every episode that we've ever done. And all the call-in show bonuses and the bonus show to this show. And if you want to go for $3, you get all the extra exclusive podcasts. We do one. We do one. Called uh, Making Steel Wars, which just came up. We did a double episode. That's right. Which is pretty sweet. So uh, $1 a month helps us uh, because we've got to get it up to a certain level where we can do this show every week. It's more of a every two weeks. Too much Star Wars news, Jason. Mm -hmm. Way too much. Or start a patreon to have less star wars news and then our every two week cycle would make more sense i would love that to be honest it'd be a lot less stressful for me (laughs) what's stressing you out about star wars right now courtney a lot (laughs) i just want everyone to be like quiet for like like two weeks you know and can't we just like be happy and talk about things we like for like 
two weeks, and, and then people can go nuts again about whatever's happening. <laughs> I'm today, just very sleepy. Today, I had a guy in my Twitter comments say, yeah, I don't think I like him anymore, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm just going to go do something else. And I was like, wow, really? I was like, I respect that. Have a good life, dude. <laughs> like, I, I was... I mean, it was the first person ever in the history of t Twitter to ever just say, like, ever you know what? Cool with not it's not for me something. anymore. Checking out. Well, I actually, cool. I, I talked to a guy on YouTube that was, he just didn't like it mm -hmm. and was sort of just like, yeah, I, I didn't like it. I was let down. It wasn't what I wanted to happen. And um, I'm just going to chill out and wait for the next one. Hope I like it more. That's why I like spoilers. <laughs> you, know what, you know what you're getting. Yeah. I, um, I was super into Transformers when I was little. Mm -hmm. And halfway through the first film, like Michael Bay one, I was like, oh, this isn't for me. Mm -hmm. And then I just didn't go see any more Transformers films. But I once did see one. It was on in like a Best Buy. So it was on every screen and I had to get treated for a concussion. It was brutal. <laughs> it was so much twirly metal things. Twirly metal things. Very crazy. All right, guys. Had, um, I was going to say a little technical difference. But we had a major technical difficulty in that the entire blog talk system was not working and we couldn't take your call. So I apologize. We had about 12 people on hold. So, uh, but we'll get it. I, I think it's actually just a blog talk. I think they're just glitching at the moment because we've never really had a problem with no. that. But um, we're going to continue on. And if you're watching live, uh, either ask questions in the chat room on YouTube and Rashad will uh, keep an eye out for that later in the show and he's just finding out that's his new role uh, or tweet us on Twitter, which is the best place to tweet anyone. If you're going to tweet anyone, keep it on twitter.com, okay? Don't just all those pretenders just just keep it on twitter okay so you can uh, hashtag uh, hyperchat and we'll keep a lookout for that but let's uh, get on with the show minus the intro and i have to say uh annalise and uh clayton i'm very sorry about our technical difficulties that you guys can't join us they were waiting there with their little facetime cameras but you guys it's hard to set up a TV studio in your house. And uh, Randy, my sound just dropped out there for two seconds. So, uh, but we're going to do the, uh, what I like to call the tweets of the week. Ooh. And uh, we made uh, this, all this, all this graphic we've got here. It's pretty sweet. And uh, those porgs look stupid. <laughs> I actually just tweeted this out today that I needed a, a quick Photoshop and Bill Milk, sorry, Blue Milk OTR came to my help and he does the Blue Milk on the Rocks podcast. Okay. So, uh, that's I, a good name. Yeah. Shout out yeah. Name. I'm going to be checking that out uh, just to say thanks. And these tweets have been uh, curated by myself and uh, your buddy, your buddy, John Bishop, who does a lot oh. of stuff for your site. You can follow him at JM Bishop JR. So I'm considering he must be J.M. Is he Junior? Is that what's yeah, going on? Sure. Let's call him Junior. Well, he he works for you. Why don't you I upgrade him, him to I Senior? Him, I call him John. What about Esquire? John Esquire. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever met an Esquire, Esquire, Courtney? No, the only Junior name I know is Deuce, which is awful. It's also what we call my brother, which I hate. So. What do you mean, Juice? Like. You called juniors Deuce because of the second. Ah. Oh, but like no one realizes that's also a name for like a poop. But <laughs> side story, that's what we call my brother and I hate it. Okay. Well, that's some family. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the tweets. I, I The first one is I, I select five tweets every week. Okay. But this first one doesn't count. This one's one of my polls. Bonus tweet. Right. Yeah. So I love doing polls on, uh, on the Twitter. That's a great place. And, uh, this one was very interesting. What was your number one star Wars saga film this millennium? So post that, that, mm -hmm. that, that Phantom Menace, that was 1999. So, uh, and why attack of the clones, revenge of the Sith, the force awakens and the last Jedi. And the weird thing with, I, I think it was like what your favorite Disney Star Wars film was. And The Last Jedi won that one as well. Now, all that means is that some people really like it. What? I'm shocked. <laughs> oh, somebody went on a Star Wars Twitter and voted for a Star Wars movie, of course. 
Because uh, the good thing about these tw- polls is anyone can vote on them once mm-hmm. for every Twitter account they have. Right. And you don't have to follow me to uh, to vote. So we've got mm-hmm. 7,779 votes. So that's that's a pretty wide vibe. And I this is the interesting thing I always find. Like, because there's the people that follow me and then it gets out to, um, you know, more retweets and stuff. And it's always like The Last Jedi is like, like in the first like six hours, The Last mm-hmm. Jedi just kills, mm-hmm. slays. But then as the the poll gets more out to the internet, then the most, um, it's always the most graphic Star Wars film. So the Rogue, Rogue One made a big like last minute rally. Did it really? Yeah, out of the Disney ones, which which is fine. But I, I always sort of take that as a almost a protest vote. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um and yeah, Revenge of the Sith made a big rally towards the end. I have to say, I watched the first half of The Last Jedi two days ago. And it was way better than I remembered it. And I was I'm a fan, but yeah. I was watching it just like like the whole um the opening battle, and, and some people have an issue with the hugs thing. I'm just like, whatever. I actually thought it was funnier when I thought it was Hux. Oh, I, I didn't realize it was Hugs until like way later. So like the joke just kind of like went numb on me until someone was like, oh, he's saying Hugs. I'm like, oh, I didn't even notice. So I'm not even mad about it because I didn't notice. Yeah, but I thought the joke was just that he couldn't hear, like that it was just like a Bart Simpson ringing up Mo Sizzlax Tavern. I didn't mm. like, I, I thought it was like, I thought it was funny that he was prank calling yeah. him. Yeah, it's funny on its own. And then the Hugs thing, I was sort of like, Oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'd rather it as Hux. Mm-hmm. I think the Hux thing. But, but it's a little thing in a two-hour and 15-minute movie that I, I no, slightly I'm disagree out. with. I'm out. But, um, yeah, so the opening battle, it's perfect to me. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I, I sure I have to um, just totally rip out my any sense of reality that, that metal bombs can, can go in a direction. Which, which I love. Mm-hmm. I, I love that people can't imagine that a bomb can fall in space, but hyperspace travel is real. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think we've got uh, more likelihood of inventing in the next 100 years? Bombs probably falling in space. Yes. <laughs> which is so sad on just a lot of levels, but that's probably our priority, not going to lie. That was my answer entirely when you asked me. Yeah. That before, like, exactly that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just think it's um... poor Attack of the Clones, though. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, it it's not it's not the best of them at all. It deserves to be in that position. Mm-hmm. But three percent, three percent. It's weird. Attack of the Clones has some of my worst parts of Star Wars and some of my favorite parts of Star Wars. Yeah, it has my favorite line. Attack of the Clones is my it has my favorite line of all Star Wars. Which is uh, the the good job that the Obi Wan's. And they're like, we came here to save you, Master. And he's just like, good job. <laughs> That's my favorite line in all of Star Wars. And a compelling, it's really deep, too. And a compelling act out. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, so let's go through the other tweets. Do you have any thoughts on that, Jason? You good. You good? Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Dave Filoni, happy 10th anniversary. The clones are headed back to Comic-Con, and so am I. I'm very happy. You, you need to like the, the the whisper quiet emotion isn't going to work in the in the audio medium. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like me an ASMR podcast? Hold on. No. <laughs> Here we go. Don't, don't get Jason started about that. He... I love ASMR. It's so funny to me. <laughs> Here Constantly. we go. Uh, so you're a big Coin Wars fan. Yeah, I I will say that's to this day my all time favorite Star Wars thing. Like above any movie, uh, anything book comic whatever clone wars is my favorite so this i'm very excited about what was the first star wars film you saw in a theater uh i i, I think it was probably attack of the clones okay i rem- i don't remember much but i remember revenge of the sith like that that was a big one for me revenge of the sith is probably my like second favorite star wars movie overall um but i think attack of the clones was the first one Okay, I um, this almost commemorates my tenth anniversary of my last viewing of the Clone Wars film. We don't we don't need to talk about the film. We talk <laughs> about the series. I never went back to watch it. I, I saw it at the cinema and just went, 
Ah, okay. That's, that's that. about Rhoda. I just want to see, see what he's up to. Nah. Little Rhoda. I'm going to watch it. I think I'm, I'm going to have to watch it just to, hopefully my memory is like, I feel like I'm more flexible now Star Wars was. It's still not great. <laughs> Someone who like, I, I still rewatch it. I rewatch Clone Wars a lot. Uh, but I, and I'll still start with the movie. Still not great. Are you going to San Diego Comic Con? No, I'm not. Sadly, ah. I wish. Well, Just for this, I would only go for this. I'll but... ring you and tell you all about it. Thank you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna try um, get audio of it. I'll, I'll oh yeah. Send in a request. Yeah, so. that'd be awesome. Um, we were discussing this on now this is podcasting the other night, Jason. That went up today, and Corey was very excited about an announcement at the end. Now I told him, Corey, Corey's our friend very enthusiastic mm -hmm. and and his big smile can turn into a big frown with just a snap of a sold out Funko Pop all right so <laughs> things can get very dire very quickly and so I was telling him I was like don't go in expecting an announcement because if that's what you're pinning your hopes on mm -hmm. there's a huge chance you're going to walk out very sad however I've devised a scenario 10 years right what if they did the end of like what they want to do, like a, a, a movie to wrap it up and they announce that they're going to put it on the streaming service. I think that, I don't think anyone should go in with that hope, but it's a scenario and it would be a pretty sweet olive branch to everyone that loved the Clone Wars, but I don't, I don't want to get people worked up for it, but, I feel like I kind of feel like that there has to be some zing at the end. Yeah, you got to close with um, resistance. That I mean, that's like the whole thing is when I was talking to him about that, I was like, "Dude, they have a series that hasn't come out yet that's animated. Like, nothing's for Clone Wars, man. Like, it's going to be resistance." And so, I my guess is that at the end they're like, "Yeah, then we went on and we did Rebels." And now we are at resistance, and then they show us something, hmm. little, little something. What if there's a Clone Wars character in it? Oh, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to be. Yeah. The, the, I, no, I mean, um, is, if Filoni's involved, he loves his characters that he's attached to. Uh, why wouldn't they show up? And we have in Rebels Ahsoka living for past Return of the Jedi stuff like that. So they could take that there if they ever needed to or want to. Freddie and Jason both admire Ahsoka's uh, coming back to life skills. Mm -hmm. Not a fan? Not a fan of, of the... Courtney, open up. Yeah, come on. Don't be I, so bottled up. I don't like being like... Because I know a lot of people were really excited about it. I was not... I love Ahsoka. I love her. I was not thrilled with her living through... And like just like chilling yeah. through the events of the original trilogy. I, I, I was not thrilled with that. Well, I wanted her to die in Rebels when she when she meets Vader. Yeah. In that episode. Like, like that's where it really exactly. should have happened. It should have happened. Like Vader. Yeah. I'm with like, you it's so there. heartbreaking that because be that was such a perfect death for her because for Ahsoka to go out, Vader should be the one that kills her. As right. like as like gross as that sounds, but like it was so good. It was so good. And also in the way that they have to do like children's cartoons, they obviously can't like show you, but like you just assumed you didn't see it because it was, it's a kid's show. And it's not like Clone Wars where they got to be a little more grotesque. Uh, Rebels is a lot more kid friendly. And so you're like, all right, we, we just know what happens. But I mean, instead it was like, oh, never mind. Ezra just we'll save her later. Yeah. But I, I, I was not a huge fan of how Rebels wrapped up personally. Me neither. Mm -hmm. Me neither. But I, I sort of, in, I actually liked it more than I think I should have. Mm -hmm. But I just didn't go in the way that. But I actually went into it going, "This is going to get mystical, and it's not up my end." So I'm just gonna hope okay. everyone else. Um, likes it's it. definitely. It hasn't like stuck on me. I'm definitely over it. <laughs> yeah, I always thought, um, like the Ahsoka versus Vader thing, for him with his eyeball. Like to have a bit of Anakin and then, and it sounds, it, it's very hard mm -hmm. to like, for like a man to go, and then he killed her. Like, yeah. yeah. But I, I think that would have been the most poignant way for her to go out and also would have enhanced 
Luke Skywalker's achievement mm -hmm. in redeeming him at the end of the Return of the Jedi. I agree with you completely. Yeah, because like having Ahsoka like as well, it's like, ooh, how many like little chinks in your armor do you have? Mm -hmm. Like Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, Dark Order, the Sith. Yeah. Um, yeah, but um, it should be cool. It should be very exciting. Have you heard heard anything about it, Jason? No. Good audio there for people listening on the <laughs> podcast. He's, he's, he's shaking his head, everyone. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you later. Okay. Yeah. Okay, nice. Nice. Um, Rashad, if you've got any questions or anything from uh, the chat room, you can, uh, you can jump in and ask. Uh, we got one question through Twitter. Great. So I'm giving me one second to pull it up. Sorry. Okay, sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. It's okay. Just juggling, you know, 100 things. Uh, cool. So He's literally got one thing in each hand. Literally. Uh, Rebecca O'Hanlon asks nice. to everybody, what's the a good order to introduce Star Wars to your tots? Do you start with an animated series like Clone Wars or get into the original trilogy first? Mine are four and three and haven't watched anything yet but are showing interest? I have no idea because uh, my child is not you. born yet. <laughs> but I do have one on the way. And my current strategy is to cover him in spoiler garments and products. And then the movies will just be an afterthought. That's how it's working out right now. Jason, how do you do that? What you do is you just watch Star Wars all the time, like you normally would if you're me. And then eventually... They're just walking, and then they see something, and then it catches their eye, and then they want more of it. Like that's how it works. You can't say what it, what it's gonna be. No, nobody knows. Like when I was like, it's about three years old, coming downstairs in my apartment, I saw just a kid playing with an ADAT driver. That's what started it for me. I was like, that toy is that I want that. That's the one. That looked, and he had like the little emblem on his shoulder. I'm like, yes. Remember the vintage at at, at drivers? No, yeah, the vintage at, mm -hmm. at driver, the stormtrooper version. Yeah, that photo he had on the vintage Kenner card, and it was like a black, like it was like the white helmet with like nothing in the background. It was just black. I found it so scary when I, I was little. I was just like, I don't want that figure. He's he looks like the super nasty because I hadn't seen Empire Strikes Back yet. Yeah, and I remember just thinking because I saw Jedi before Empire. I don't know what's going on. Australia, right? Everything's upside down. Yeah, we, yeah, we count differently. <laughs> we don't have a five. Man. No, but but oh sorry. Oh no, you go. No, no, my like but like my my son saw Darth Vader and he, he wouldn't stop talking about it when he was about two and a half. Like learn how to say Darth Vader just became like a whole thing. And so like that's the best way is just letting it go and then they feel like they discover it. But if you like take like a small little kid and you're like, okay, we're gonna watch a new hope, the best Star Wars movie, ain't gonna happen. It won't, it won't, it won't work out that way. Is it weird like when The Last Jedi came out? Mm -hmm. Like, cause it ruined all our childhoods. Yeah. <laughs> but what was it like seeing your child, mid childhood, have that ruined life? Yeah, it was it was it was interesting because um, Kylo's his favorite dude. Loves Kylo Ren. Your son's a cool dude. <laughs> He's pretty rad. <laughs> Luke Danger, he does it. His middle name literally is Danger. Yeah. You are a great parent. <laughs> I know. I, I've set him up for success. But he, when he saw that film, when it was funny because we took, we took him the first time and then the second time we saw it in the theater, normal theater, we saw, we took both of the kids. Mm -hmm. And Penny, my daughter, was like, calls Ray her Ray. And when, when Ray's on, she's into the movie. Ray leaves, she's checking her imaginary watch. <laughs> and, and he's the same thing with Kylo. So it's like one kid is happy during, but when they're both on screen at the same time, peace, popcorn, peace drinks, good times. I met Ray at Disneyland on Friday. And I love Ray. And I, I've had the privilege of getting to interview Daisy Ridley. And I was very... <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure I breathe much during it. Like, oh, just because she's, like, just, <laughs> But this employee of Disney at Disneyland, which is the best place for uh, employees of Disneyland to yeah. get employed, <laughs> she did this faux British accent that I was melting. I was just like, oh. 
you've done such a good job. Oh, good. She's like, um, I want you to set up a, a, a resistance base on Earth. And I'm like, I've been waiting for you to ask me this for a long time. <laughs> and she almost broke character, which I was very happy about. But um, she, uh, guys, if you're at Disneyland, they've got some legit rays in that launch bay next to some very unlegit uh, Star Wars props, but uh, get in there. <laughs> and I'm not sure if I'm getting taller or Chewbacca's getting shorter. That's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, the last time I went to Disney World, like I'm, we had a pretty short Kylo and my boyfriend was actually taller than the Kylo. And I'm like, you are not intimidating anymore. <laughs> like, I, I love that, that Chewbacca. There's like five or six different Chewbacca costumes. Mm -hmm. If you go on my Instagram, there's like pictures of my kids with Chewbacca because they, they love to meet him. But every single time, different like Chewbacca. Yeah. Oh, sorry, did I ruin it for you still? No, it just you sort just of hit me. There's more than one Chewbacca. <laughs> no, I just, oh. I, it just hit me. I, I, I moved to the other side of the planet to hang out with my friend that monitors the Chewbacca costumes at Disneyland. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Mistakes were made. I need to go back to that place where the number five doesn't exist. Where normal people. The pros live. and cons. Yeah, I know. Out. It's tough. Like at it's the uh, uh, solo pr premiere with big old Falk in there. And I'm like, that radar dish isn't accurate. Nah. <laughs> oh my Not God. my Falcon. Mm -hmm. oh. Where are those tweets? I didn't see those. <laughs> <laughs> How did you enjoy the premiere? I know you, uh, you, you got some awesome photos. I, there's a, the photo of you. Was it on Collider? And it's a view. Oh, it's the ugliest photo no, ever. No, it's a photo of you getting a photo with Alden. And it looked like a cheese ball. You look happy. I am really happy. The premiere was, the premiere itself was really great. I don't love Solo, but I the premiere and being able to go to the premiere was so awesome. And like getting to see everybody. And I got my pictures with Alden and I got pictures like Billy D. And like Billy D was the one I was like, a mess over it. I was so excited about that. And then I got a really far away selfie with Ewan. He was like 20 feet away. And then he was like way back there. It was great. I hung it up in my wall. <laughs> I, I didn't see him the whole time. Neither did I. So he everyone was, he was him elusive. He... he just like ran in and I just tried to like fake a selfie that I can just like circle it. I'm like, I swear to you, that's Ewan. You can't <laughs> tell because he's a blur, but it is. Uh, from a certain point from of a view. Certain... <laughs> Hey, we've seen the same movie. Hey, yeah. But it's also the What's your favorite Chewbacca there? costume at Disneyland? Definitely number three. <laughs> That's the one. I um, the thing that killed me was the photo of Mark Hamill and Ewan McGregor talking at the after party, and it just kills me that I was in that room and not just lurking next to it. I, I, <laughs> Oh, what was it? I, was, I, was, I was making this. I was getting my little Lego Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I was building that. I was building Jason one. And um, yeah, I missed out on seeing Mark Hamill talk to like, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi. It was pretty sick. But do you like how I put it in the little... Uh... That's really great. So I'll pull this out for everyone to see. Rest in peace, dinosaur. There you go. Oh, was it... It was a Jewback. Right, so sorry, how's the dinosaur? That, that is some good Star Wars uh, collecting there with the... Uh, the piece, which I got from little Disneyland, little glove, little oven mitt. Let's go to the next tweet. Talk about that one. This this is one of my favorite tweeters, Jason. You know, I'm always talking about him. He's good. He's good. From uh, Lucasfilm, Phil Zostak, you reckon? I'm going with Zostak. I was going to message him today and say, please phonetically tell me. Phil. Yeah, we need that. Phil, please send me send me an audio file of your surname. Okay, please. Okay. I have, I, it's, it's hard. I've come to this country. I'm just learning the language, you know, give us a break. All right. Dealing with this new number five. There's a lot going on. My friend is counting Chewbacca costumes. Slog talk's not working. <laughs> Courtney's having a meltdown. I am. But um, I love his feet. And this is the interesting thing with all the people that um, really don't like The Last Jedi and, and talking about the EU and stuff. It's mm. George Lucas had, like, he was happy it was there. Yeah. He was happy everyone was enjoying it. He didn't like it. He wasn't that, he wasn't that into it. He, you know, he used Coruscant as a, as a nice little nod, but he also, like, wrote over all of, like, Karen Travis's uh, clone, like, Army books, what are they called? Clone Commando or something? Yeah, Evan Piel 
dies in a different way in the Clone Wars series. Like, he's supposed to already have died mm-hmm. in Coruscant Nights. Like, Lucas just ran through it. He didn't care. Like, Boba Fett, Mandalorian stuff, all different. It was completely the EU prequel era stuff was just wrecked. Because it's his thing. He doesn't, like, his whole, George Lucas's whole thing post, like, American Graffiti was just, I want to do my stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. don't tell me what to do. I'm going to make it. And uh, He could have had this Disney era of Star Wars himself. Yeah. He could, right away, he could have said, oh, it's 1983, I'm going to raise some kids. Hey, go, go make the movies. And Kathleen Kennedy could have started back then or something. Yeah, in no interest in that concept mm. of other people playing with the stuff. I mean, even look at Clone Wars, the, the show, he starts like hands off, kind of. And then by the end of it, he's like completely giving lectures on what the force is at like round tables. <laughs> but also his whole, I'm just going to do what I want. I, I even, like there's parts of it I find annoying. Like the fact that the Clone Wars is not chronological and I, I need someone's like amazing like list to know what order to watch them in. And especially when it's not chronological and everyone looks the same. Yeah. Like like all the, the clones, by they live up to the advertising. They are very similar. So it was very hard to follow yeah. for someone that's not watching paint schemes and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, so uh, Phil's tweet is uh, a George Lucas quote, which I always love. Uh, now there have been novels about the events after episode six, which isn't at all what I would have done with it. Once Vader dies, he doesn't come back to life, the Emperor doesn't get cloned, and Luke doesn't get married. Star Wars created George Lucas to total film in 2008. So this is the thing that like always bothers me with like Star Wars critiquing. It's like, you don't like it, that's fine. You don't need to make up stuff about other people not liking it. You don't need half a sentence from Mark Hamill. Yeah. Like it's okay. when anyone sends me like those compilations of him saying stuff, it's like, yeah, I can edit stuff out of context to make, you know, people sound miserable. It's, it's, it's quite easy. I can, I can try to use blog talk radio and yeah. make myself quite miserable. It's quite and that's easy. That's what like reality shows are. It's just like editing certain quotes and putting it somewhere else to make it sound like they're feeling this. I'm watching a lot of America's Next Time Model right now. So <laughs> this is where this is coming from. I, I did ask you to do that, to have yeah, um, the research. Yeah. Thank you. you. You are welcome. I did this for you. But yeah, it's, it's really great to have like quotes like this that are just so to the point of like, he, this wasn't George Lucas's, the EU wasn't his stamp when so many people assume it is uh, that like, this was a, what he wanted and for him to just be like, Luke doesn't get married. Mm. There you go. They were his checks, though, that came in from oh. the book sales. Oh, yeah. They, they've forgotten that there were tiers of canon and that he was G-canon. And G-canon was the gold standard. Mm-hmm. And everything else went into different, like, kind of, I don't remember how they all broke down. I know now. there was, like, an A-canon, B-canon, C-canon, and they all didn't. Somewhere, like, down. Dare they? I Way it went, man. That truly is my Star Wars. Yeah. You know, in uh, in Australia, the Ewok adventure movies were at the cinema. Really? Because we're rubes, it would pay for it. Another pro for Australia. Yeah. It was good. But sadly, it was just me, three of my friends, and a guy up the back with his hands down his girlfriend's pants, which I didn't realize what was going on at that time. That's a party. Yeah. Bumming hard, man. Wow. <laughs> Those those steamy indoor nights. Oh, you know the the guy who plays me in that series. Mm-hmm. He said that when they were filming it, he was told that was like two hundred years after Return of the Jedi. Really? Yeah, it was like way after. Like, Wicked aged really well. Just, I guess they're like better than Chewbacca. They must live longer than Wookies. So he's like he's like fifteen for like you know hundred years. You know how people? Oh, now it's on the internet, so you get to see people every day but at school there was always a kid that would just make stuff up and so i remember this calling you out buddy calling you out you had a good trampoline but fire <laughs> hate you matt he Damn. saw the trailer for it like he said oh, i saw the you know the preview for caravan of curry and i go oh does it have anything from like return of the jedi and he goes yeah 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 the trooper wandering around still they left him <laughs> it's in the trailer so i'm watching it going 
Stormtrooper. Because when I used to watch droids, I was just like, please show me a Stormtrooper. But did you, ever, did you ever hear that one Ewok who says, like, Darth Vader? And then it kind of does the breathing? Because like, they're going into the cave. What? Yeah, it goes, Darth Vader. And it goes... It's in, the, it's, in, it's in there. I'll find it. In the cartoon or the movie? In the movie. In the second one? I think it's when they're going into the spider cave. Yeah, that's the second one. That's in when I, when You know how, like, when you're... But Battlefront is a good one. You know when you're sort of like, I'm back into Star Wars. I'm going to rewatch everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like... Miss you, girl. After Get back hi- together. Yeah, after high school. Mm-hmm. I couldn't watch all Battle of Endor. When, when Wicket was spitting English, I was like... I was literally, like, not my Ewok. But he likes and I couldn't watch... So creepy. I don't, I don't need to know anything about Warwick Davis's time. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see what the next tweet of the week was. Ah, this is cool. I just, this is the question someone sent to me about the uh, EU. Still, I was trying something, and I'm wondering your thoughts. It's from James uh, Capasso. Uh, still, I was trying something, and I'm wondering your thoughts. I like the new and yet I still enjoy EU Legends. Is this okay? Marvel books are different than the movies, and I like both. Am I doing something wrong? Please help. And uh, there's a lot of tweets underneath of uh, pretty much saying, just like whatever you like. Yeah. It doesn't, there's no sides. Like you can like like edit and all that, and you can also like the Aftermath trilogy or vice versa. Like there's no. Just in like find what you enjoy in Star Wars, enjoy it. For people that enjoy the stuff you don't enjoy, don't kick their little sand. Let them have some fun. Yeah, like no part of Star Wars is any more real than other parts. So just enjoy what you want, and especially when there he's talking about Marvel has like ten thousand universes, like characters doing different things and mm-hmm. running off with different people and doing. I just, yeah, I mean, they're just stories with the characters that you love. So love them all. I think it speaks to the power of the word canon. And, but like, where did, what empowers that, that term? Can mm. it, like when it was George Lucas and it was his and whatever he said went, it's like, well, and it's his and you're kind of like, wow. So I think we kind of got into this headspace that that means a lot. But now t- today, and I mean, not, not like a, but like Pablo Hidalgo says, this is canon. It's like, do you care the same way as when it was George? Mm-hmm. You know, all that means is that if these that they're making are working in this canon that's set by these people right now. But that really only relevant if you just as- assume or be relevant to you. Because mm. it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And I think sometimes knowing too much can spoil films for your taste. Like, mm-hmm. like if you cling, if everything's too important to you, like I remember Star Wars, like at Star oh, Wars. Oh, Saw Gerrera being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, chill I out. You. Chill out, I baby. feel you, dude. He should have just wore sunglasses all the time. Then it wouldn't be an issue. That blast on, on um, Jedi. Sort of like, Do you know Saw Gerrera's eyes changed from the Clone Wars cartoon to the movie? Yes, it was a hot topic. Thank you. <laughs> it's it's going to be Jason's dying thought. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Well, okay. I'm not sure if they ever established this. Because I assumed he had been such like a robot man by then. Is that he got new That was my, my I, I, I came up with this whole headcanon that he had to like get eye transplants to make it through like enemy lines and stuff. All kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. He was so broken down by then. That's yeah. I, I, I assumed that. But, but I'm like, just write it in somewhere. I thought it was going to be in the it. visual dictionary. I was like, yeah. for sure of that. Easy thing. You stab baby blues. Are, are we good over there, Rashad? There's so many hand gestures going on. The audio is clipping up on YouTube. Okay, like too loud or? It's cutting out. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> Smooth. Smooth. Um, yeah. Once you start doing big hand gestures, Rashad, you also have to glance at me now and then because it is... Um, Hyper distractive, and uh, I worry. I was trying not to make you worry. Okay, well, <laughs> it was counterproductive. Failed. There's always next time. There's always next time. Um, I what was I gonna know about the EU? But then I've ah, oh, okay. I, I think, um, 
like it's almost I find with like Pablo and Matt Martin and that they they kind of get over the whole canon thing. Like when like there was like a video game coming out and and someone tweeted Matt Martin going, "Is it canon?" and he was sort of like, "Oh, I, I kind of." wasn't the first question you wanted to know. Like, if you enjoy yeah. the game, what does it matter? Like, the main thing is it's going to be a good game. But I think, I think about this a little bit, that in the 90s, they there was no, you know, there was no new movies and stuff. So they had to cram all the existing movies information. Like, you know, there's all technical readouts about the X-Wing. But, and- but, but my, my friend in Australia, he saw the trailer for the movies that were made in the 90s. Friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah right saw on. those trailers, right so they, they're a real thing. But I think, like, we were so, like, taken Star Wars fandom in this real technical, like, sort of, like, trying to make everything real and tactile and how things yeah. worked and everything linked to and, and I have to admit, I got more into, like, the EU and the comic books because they all, like, I found that cool. They all mm-hmm. tied in because it was my understanding, like, Star Trek books kind of, they just ended and then it was back to normal for the next book. Yeah. And not that I've ever read a Star Wars, a Star Trek book. Mm-hmm. I've, I've watched all TV shows, you guys. But uh, um, but I think, like, we sort of got programmed to put so much importance on the on the detail and the canon that it's definitely something it seems like they've shied away from now it is, like, trying to get also, like, tactile and stuff. But I, I kind of think it's sort of, maybe put us on the wrong path as what to put our importance on in Star Wars. Well, and that, that Legends concept, which didn't make people who wanted that to still be the canon, didn't make them happy, that really is, like, the best solution. Mm. Like, the whole there's some truth in Legends kind of idea. Because then it's like, you know, you don't really know, like, some of this might have happened. Like, you could, you could almost read it canon perspective if you wanted to. Yeah, like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, like this is how somebody knows how somebody heard it, but, but, not all gonna interface. But some of that stuff might have might have went down that way. Actually, I wasn't that keen on them bringing stuff in, like you know, like for that was like down the track. But like Thrawn, I was like, just come mm-hmm. up with new stuff. But now, like, I kind of warm to like I like the little like Easter eggs for you know that people read all the books and stuff. So yeah, but uh. Yeah, just enjoy whatever Star Wars that you like. Now, Jason, this is one of the you, you've made it, buddy. Oh no, that that that's uh, John's article though. Oh, ah, I made it name only. Gotcha. I'm, I'm the pop star of this tweet. John wrote the song. Taking the credit. Do you know the contents of the article? I do. It's run us through. I bet. Uh, yeah, I should say Jason Ward, um, who is has little to do with this. He's, he's little. You're a plagiarist. Yeah. You're a plagiarist. Well, speaking of plagiarizing, did you know that um, if you edit the end of is it, oh, Escape from LA or something, it's like the end of The Last Jedi? I saw this video and it's like, it's a direct off, <laughs> right? And so I'm, I don't watch these videos, but I'm like, I just have to find out. I just want to fast forward to the bit that I can disprove it and then I'll, I'll leave it. So I just fast forward to it and it's like, like I haven't seen the last Jedi times, but I know when it's edited mm-hmm. and it's like, so it's like screen by screen and it's meant to say, this is exactly the same, but like up in his shipping one point and then he's down on the ground, like immediately. It's just try to edit and I'm not sure what they've edited on the Escape from LA because you know I don't. Yeah, right. Yeah, I haven't for ages. Mm-hmm. But um, they tried to like like soldiers walking to next to the adats. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> How cool that would be! Like Ryan Johnson, just high filmmaker, and he's just like, "Hey Ram, want to go get some pizza?" Yeah, just copy that movie, and then we'll just we'll go get some pizza. <laughs> they just go hang out for like, a, and they turn it into like Disney. No one's ever. I just hope there's soy on that pizza. Oh, for sure. Yeah, soy pizza. Delicious, delicious. Uh, so tell us about this article, Jason. Yeah, um, just that uh, Kevin Feige. It, there was a rumor that he was going to be taking 
for, for Kathleen Kennedy and all of the doom and gloom rumors. I want Kevin yeah, but, Feige but, to take um, over. I want him to be the new manager at my McDonald's. I'd like him to be president of the world. And God damn, I want him to run all of Star Wars. He can do no except for all those films in the middle that were kind of average. He's the best. <laughs> yeah, right. The average ones that weren't great. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Peter Greta from Slash Film um, spoke to him, got it debunked. Like he's like, I'm not taking it. And he basically says like, I'm only going to play with Star Wars stuff in my backyard with my toys. And then Peter, Can we film that and put that on the big screen? I, I'd watch it. Okay. Um, so brings in some like old art, old stuff from him that from past interviews where he talks about like, you know, putting spaceships together in Star Wars and kind of like one of the point was sausage being made. It kind of ruins it a little bit for him and he mm -hmm. kind of like wants to, so he doesn't want to be that, that person, you know, um, the article itself says things like that. If there was rumors about Kathleen Kennedy taking off or like throughout Hollywood and stuff. And obviously Peter has way better sources than anything I got, but the people out there who've told me to, when I like really go on it, it never really goes anywhere. That sounds like it came from any place that made me go, oh, man, you know, really like so far I've, I haven't heard it where I was convinced, but, um, I never, I never worked out. There was that, report, um, about the, the conference call. You know, with the security guards out the front. Oh, that's complete BS. I, you know, I, 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 I'm sure there's conference calls all the time. The thing with the security guards and all this, all that sort of stuff. But then someone at Pine, like, why is anyone at Pinewood be involved? Like, if there's no film, like what? No, I, I, I get Pinewood rumors all the time, and they're all grounded in something, mm -hmm. but they're never like the specifics of that came off as ridiculous to me. And I think Umberto Gonzalez had the best tweet about that um, reporter. That was that yeah, they couldn't scoop ice cream at 31 flavors, but a Star Wars film. Yeah. And that's, I'll take that. <laughs> you know. Uh, and this is, I'm so sorry, Clayton can't be here. He was, he was, he was on the line, ready to go. But our, yeah. our, our good buddy Clayton, uh, ABC News, Sandel, uh, at, at Clayton underscore Sandel, multiple films still in Star Wars Pipeline, ABC News. Um, we would have had Clayton here to talk about it, but, you know, he's a, like, ABC is owned by Disney. They got onto a shills and mm. they said, cancel, cancel, take down blog talk, take down blog talk. Yeah, right. Oh, conspiracy. Chickens up. We've, mm -hmm. we've solved it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Luke doesn't like comment on rumors. I think the only rumor they've ever commented on is the Carrie Fisher one. Yeah, which was it was so interesting that they commented so quickly on that. Like, I I still find that so interesting. Of all the rumors they've ever commented on, that's the one that they kind of broke their pattern with. Why do you find it interesting? Just because, like, it, it was such like a well. One, I didn't see. This could just be from my internet experience. I've seen so much more backlash about stuff like this than I saw about what what's going to happen with Leia. Because I think when they came out with it, it was still such a time where people were like, let's just mourn Carrie and not think about Leia. So it, to me, it wasn't something that was as big as this other stuff. So I think that's why it surprised me that they were like, we usually don't come up with rumors, but we're going to squash this one. Is because I'm like, oh, I didn't think people were that up in arms about it. Like I, people were obviously curious in the back of their minds, mm. but they're like, let's, let's give it some time to actually mourn this woman. That's been so important to us. And it was personal, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually admire that they did mm -hmm. because it's not like a rumor, like Lando is going to be in episode nine or whatever. It's there's so much, there was so much emotion about her death. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I, I sort of, found that people sort of like posting rumors or theories and stuff. It was sort of a bit cruel I, to people that. It's more sense to why they were doing that. Yeah. Like thinking that way, they're just like, guys, let's just mourn Carrie. Let's not speculate. Yeah. And I think it's good just to say, this is what's happening. 
like like just to have that uncertainty. I I, I think it was definitely the right thing to do because mm-hmm. I um is a sweet plug, but when I interview Kathleen Kennedy, it's on my YouTube channel. You can check it out. It's um, it also has some of the most, oh my God, just got a YouTube channel, set up filters. Trust me. Uh, wow. Wow. I know. I thought being in the Illuminati was going to be so much like easier online than it is. <laughs> but it was this thing of like having that vision of what to do with the character and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, like there's no right and there's no like and it's so like it's such a like what a brutal like just being at that meeting going okay well someone that we've worked with for all these years that we love that everyone loves is dead what do we do some people want this some people want that like Mm. what 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 was your um preference for the outcome my preference okay like my preference was actually cg um or like not even like cg is like digitally recreating hers like i'm sure they have so much extra footage they, they got a could, lot of slaps. Yeah, like, they got a lot of slaps. She could just slap. She can go slap Ben. There we go. It's all. It's all there. They can digitally do Lando that. Lando turns up. Slap. Snoke comes back to life. Slap. slap. <laughs> there we go. Like I feel, like I could have done uh, enough to keep her present, not necessarily uh, have her as the main character, but enough to like present in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, that was the first thing that was squashed, and now I'm like, well. We carry everything sucks. So I don't I don't care. Like I, I hate to be like I don't every option sucks because it's not carry. Um so I, I don't if they recast, I that would surprise me, but that's been floating around. Um they kill her in the opening crawl. I hate saying that, like uh if, if she dies in the opening crawl, I don't like that, but I I don't like anything about it. I want Carrie to be there. What about Episode nine, she's alive, but you don't see her. Because then we can we can still get the bonus material for the people who want it with more Leia. I I would just love the opportunity to have, and so I I I would love for her to live through episode nine and just not be there. And I know it won't make it, but I feel like the audience. I, I was about to say the audience Star Wars audience can be forgiving. Which, <laughs> I, I feel like with this they would hopefully a little like we understand like why she's not there but why you kept her around well and yeah. this was supposed to be her movie and what we can do is give her content outside of this now because we kept her around yeah i i sort of think the cgi i, I think it'd be very upsetting to watch it I think for me, it was like, whatever Carrie's family wants, I'm fine with. Like they said they were fine with CGI. So much like CGI keeping our main character, but it was like, all right, you can. She's like, I had a panel over there. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, you have, have all that footage. Like, like, I want them to. Cause you can do the George Lucas. Like, remember when there was all those making of things when he was making, I don't know which film it was, but it was in like the Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, yeah, just. Mace Windu, just over there a little bit. Like, so you could do like a crop. Yeah. So much the um, digital recreation. Yeah. Like the, yeah that, that's what not, not the Rogue One version, yeah. but just the like cut. I'm more of the cut the pace to be like, okay, she's still around. Uh, she's still here. Because I, I, I mean, they have so much film that that will never see. Uh, and then for the scenes where it wouldn't work, the characters go into another room, the door closes, and you just hear the slap noise. <laughs> there we go. No, That's I, I, it. Just two hours. Hasbro brings out the, the, the layer with slapping action. Like you squeeze the back. We need it, guys. The new forces of destiny doll. There we go. <laughs> squeeze the legs just, and, she and she just slaps. Yeah, I, I think it would be cool if they just move the, the, the timeline so far out, like 10 years. You get into that movie and like Leia is, is gone. She's, she's, she's died however they seem fit, you know, deem fit. They're on their own truly now. Mm. And, and like Kylo's taking everything. Like things could be really, you know what I mean? Like the, his first order empire is huge. And you could just completely put the audience into like an alien environment like that they didn't see coming. And then that's when Luke comes back. 
and then you're like, like at a good moment that kind of and then on the way like it would be i think that would be the right answer for me yeah i, I don't like the idea of a ship like blowing up at the start of the film I no, it's no. too gnarly it's like it's it's like the emotion of her you can't i, I you don't, don't want, want to play with that i don't want it to be like a violent thing that we see if they acknowledge her death i want it to be sort of like luke got this like moment of like mm. even though we even though leia isn't like a jedi but i don't want her like going out because like huck shut her down but more like a yoda style yeah uh, just kind of got, she sick, just got tired and rolled over and this is my this is my best case scenario. I think we're at Comic Con. I'm making a lot of Comic Con this morning. Okay, they're excited. Just shoving it in my face. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, column A, column B. Why not both? Uh, Delray, the book panel. I love if they announced a post the Last Jedi Princess Leia book. And then that book would cover her passing. Mm-hmm. And then that could come out, you know, midway through. You know, maybe they can, they can launch it at Celebration or something. But have, a, a, you know, Claudia Gray. I was going to say that. Give Claudia yeah, Gray Yeah, give that Claudia book. Gray um, give, um, give her the book. Then make a beautiful story about Princess Leia's passing. And then we can all like take that in mm-hmm. and then the the table set for episode nine like do you know what i mean but give us you know a few months to to process that and and then we can move on to the movie i definitely think they should they should give us a little bit of a heads up like regardless like either way whatever they're doing yeah uh yeah either let us know that leia is not going to be in the movie at all because they, they it's not going to be the movie at all, but again, it's one of those. Do you mean, or do you mean Carrie, or or again, if if the recast happens, which again, I don't think that. Didn't they say it wasn't going to be recast? Is that? How I haven't statement? seen a formal statement uh, of recast. Uh, it only said CGI in that. Uh, That's uh, I'm totally misremembering, but I just remember being surprised. It only said CGI because I was I I was at the time pretty against recasting. Right now, I'm just kind of, it all sucks, and I wish Carrie was here um, about all the options. All right, I'm just going to find this little statement. Uh, Lucas. Put your money on it now, guys. <laughs> what did the statement say? Well, when, when the rumors that like Meryl Streep was going to be involved and stuff like that. Yeah. I think if they had said that they weren't going to recast, that would have just killed that rumor like outright. Yeah. And that didn't happen. I no, mean, it, not, it would be an interesting like, All right. choice. Yeah. Got a lot. But it All wasn't right. even like a real rumor. It was. I, like, yeah. I just. Jeeves. Oh my God. <laughs> Is it 2004? I'm from Australia. Oh, I got it. Sorry. Uh, a starting new rumors. This is from January 13th, 2017. That was the day we were about last Jedi. Um, so there we go. Uh, we don't normally respond to fan or press speculation. Boy, don't you know that, Jason? Oh, they do. But there is a rumor circulating we would like to address. We would like to assure our fans that Lucasfilm has no plans to digitally recreate Carrie Fisher's performance as Princess Leia or General Leia Organa. All right. Yeah. No, you are right. Nailed it. So it said no recasting? No, it did. It just no, said no okay. digital no reca- recreation. Okay. Cross no his legs dramatically. Yeah. <laughs> And and you know, quiz me it, about new stories from two years ago. I got it. All right. But but after Rogue One too, you could kind of see why they might have felt more compelled as well. They like recreated her in that movie, which mm. was mm-hmm. a very weird kind of to do. I liked it, but it was weird. Yeah, you they know? like that would have been the worst situation if she passed before that film come out. Mm-hmm. Like would have been because i think it was like january six, was it january? right before christmas no, oh yeah, was it no, december yeah it was i december. i remember this because i was an emotional wreck. it was christmas eve eve mm-hmm. is when she uh had the heart attack and then i think she died on the 27th mm. yeah and 
I'm like, I remember this because that was not yeah. good. But uh, yeah, she get to see her herself. Yeah, but I think if it like if it had been beforehand, I, I just like to, like they would have had to have edited the film. Yeah, because it would have been like too crazy for anyone to handle and um we've actually like we did a call-in show just past and it's it's two hours of it's two hours i will never listen back to but it's a very good two hours of of fans around the world um really paying their respects in a really nice way uh let's wrap it up rashad do we have questions for the after show we do Okay, well, we'll do that. If you're watching live, the stream will stop. Stay on the YouTube uh, page and uh, we'll quickly answer everyone's questions. Uh, that's uh, watching live. If you're listening or watching on demand, the after show is just for our little patrons, which uh, you can join us. Just, uh, just $1. Just $1. You can help this little podcast go. Get rid of our technical defects and then we can do it every week. Or we don't get rid of the technical issues and I have a down every week. That would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, tight ones. Yeah. Uh, where can the good people of the internet track you down? At making Star Wars dot and making Star Wars at making Star Wars on everything else. Nice. Yep. And uh, Courtney, do you want to list your uh, 27 social medias? Oh, my God. I'm 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 complicated to track down. You know, women of mystery. Uh, my personal account is Cormor, Story Squadron Goals Co. And uh, my podcast is at Nights of Rant, but the podcast is actually called Who Talks First. So there you go. <laughs> the podcast is awesome. So uh, make I sure appreciate you check it. it out. Um, thank you guys so much. Thank you to Rashad. Uh, who's You're welcome. Uh, thanks to Randy from Now This Is Podcasting for helping us with the audio. And it's not his fault that the audio is uh, down. I'm not a crook. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll be back in two weeks and we'll have a, uh, a new podcast episode next Tuesday. So enjoy that, a, uh, a regular Steel Wars episode. Thank you, guys. So much. Stick around for the after show if you're listening live or a Patreon and may the force be with you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. If you're after more Star Wars listening, please check out the Making Star Wars Podcast Network at makingstarwars.net, where you can find such great podcasts as Blue Harvest, First Order Transmissions, Idiots Array, Making Star Wars Now This Is Podcasting, Podcast 2187, Rebel Girl, Rogue One, Tarkin's Top Shelf, The Cargo Hold, and The Sith List. So that's planetbroadcasting.com and makingstarwars.net.